Hello, I'm Chris Waters, founder of Spirit of the Inca School of Energy Medicine in the UK and Academia Shamanica in Romania. Welcome to my podcast. Today, I would like to talk about the story of how my logo came about, because sometimes people ask me, why is that eagle and the sun there? And and there's a beautiful story connected with this, which um, really speaks to this medicine path that we walk. So eagle, uh, in the medicine tradition, represents the energy body the energetics, the pure energy that has been unmanifested. And one day I was taken to a beautiful sacred site called Sarme Sejetuza in Romania. And this sacred site is kind of in the middle of nowhere. Um, But it's astonishing. But when we arrived it started to rain and there were rangers all around so just like Machu Picchu and just like Stonehenge you're not allowed to touch anything you're not allowed to go in and experience the feel of these places which is I think very sad so there were rangers and then the rain began and it began to really pour with rain and the rangers disappeared and and hid under the trees, all the visitors disappeared, and there was just me and three friends. And I happened to be standing under a tree very close to the borderline of the entrance to this beautiful circle of stones. And and it rained, and it rained, and I'm standing there, and I'm holding my mesa, my medicine bundle, very close to my heart. And I was just thinking, what an extraordinary place this is, how it got created in the middle of nowhere. And then suddenly it stopped raining. And I looked around and I thought, now is my opportunity. So with my mesa, (laughs) I literally jumped over these stones around the border, ran into the middle of this beautiful sacred site and held my mesa up. And at that moment, the sun came out. And I didn't see it, but uh, Carmen, who was watching from a distance, saw this. As I held my mesa up, I said, very out loud, I dedicate my mesa to all the children of the sun. And what Carmen saw was a literally a shaft of sunlight shine down on me and my mesa in the center of this circle. And then I noticed that the rangers were... <laughs> running from where they were hiding under the trees to uh, to approach me. And I literally, having done what I did, I then ran out of the circle, jumped over the stones that were on the border of the circle, only to face uh, a ranger standing there looking at me with that very stern, what do you think you're doing, look on his face. And I, I literally had my mesa at my heart and I kind of half bowed to him and said, which in Romania means thank you. And he looked rather stunned. It's like, 
what? And what occurred to me in that moment was, as I held my mesa up and dedicated it to the children of the sun, which is what the Inca tradition is all about. They say we are the children of the sun. We are all children of the sun, not just some of us, but all of us. And as I held my mesa up and this shaft of sunlight touched my mesa, it was like, yes, then the sun, how important is the sun to us? It brings life to the earth. It brings life to the earth of us. And in that moment, I saw this vision of an eagle whose wing touches the sun and whose other wing is just outside of what we know. So that the, the wing, one wing of the eagle touches the sun and the other wing of the eagle touches the unmanifested energy, that which is unknown. And for me, I saw that in my mind and I also saw it way above the mountains because we talk when we call in the four directions when we get to eagle we say come to us from that place of the rising sun and take us up that we may fly wingtip to wingtip with you beyond the mountains where we dream a new world into being and it's that energy of that pure unmanifested energy the energy that's been untouched by anything on earth that we can bring down through that that energy body of us and bring it to earth of us and create something new and so this is what this logo means it, it might seem like a just a, a simple picture you know but it has such meaning for me about my medicine about what i teach and and why I teach what I teach, which which is really helping people to create a new story for their lives. You know, we can keep creating the same old thing, the same old thing, and we keep doing that um, at the cost of uh, our real true potential, because our real potential is what we don't know. And I really believe that we are all gifted with a spark, a spark of divinity that's placed within us. And it's ours to grow that. What happens to us, of course, is that our life brings us opportunities to cover that up, <laughs> to, to not be that, to, we get conditioned, if you like, or our society, our culture, even our education system really teaches us to be like everyone else. In fact, the, the reality is that we are such beautiful, unique individual beings, and we forget that along the way. And my, if you like, my story is exactly that. And to begin to unravel my own conditioning um, through this beautiful Inca tradition has helped me to become the best version of me that I could be. And now I want to teach everybody else how to do that. <laughs> it's like that's my passion. And that's what I think I'm here for. And when I held my mate up and said, I dedicate this to the children of the sun, I think what I'm also doing is dedicating my mate to the all the children 
uh, all the all the beings who understand that they're here to make a difference and even those who who are so conditioned somewhere deep inside of their soul they know that maybe this isn't the story of me maybe there's a better story of me that i could live and those are the people that i i find that i end up teaching because they know that's that's what that's something inside of them that is calling them it's like a soul's calling and when you when you ignore the calling <laughs> then it comes again and it comes again until eventually it's so loud you go okay Okay, I I get it. I'm being called to something greater, some some greater story of me than the one that I'm living. And so, yeah, that's how my logo came about. Because I took that risk. It was a risk, you know, to to kind of break the rules if you like and run into the center of this beautiful sacred site and and in that moment some it's like a moment of eminence if you like, a moment of a quality of I don't know. There was something dreamlike about it, which led me to create that logo. Up until then, I just called my company Spirit of the Inca. Now I had a a visual representation of what that means to me, and so I'm sharing that now with you so that you could understand what that means when you see that when you see that eagle who's wing touches the sun there's also the story of icarus you know who's who goes and flies to the sun and he burns his wing <laughs> it's like no we aren't going to do that we're not going to burn our wings <laughs> we're going to dream something new into being and have that work through us out into the world that i believe that needs people who are willing to live a different story from the one that we are seeing out in the world the story of poverty of not enoughness the story of war and conflict which is an old old story and and it's time we lived a new one so that's my passion that's why i do what i do and that's why my logo looks like it looks the eagle flying over the mountains bringing back a new dream a different dream a dream that is more in alignment with who we are becoming rather than who we have been so the story of icarus in fact is a wounded story because what it says is if you go to the sun if you fly that high you are going to get burned right this is a, a wounded story and actually i believe it's a wounded story of the masculine it's like don't be too much don't don't go too close to source because it's dangerous and and you will get burned whereas in south america they don't have that story they don't have that story because the sun is what brings life to earth it's and to them even I remember being told a story by one of our guides a long time ago that the children used to wash their hands in the sun because the sun was purifying, it was cleansing, and it meant so much to these people because they knew they were children of the sun. So yes, there's another story that and this is yes, the wound in the west is we don't 
we don't believe in the sun in that way. We have to hide ourselves. We have to cover ourselves up in the sun. The sun has become very dangerous. And the more dangerous it gets, the more fearful we are of it, and the more we uh, we won't let ourselves be touched even by the sun. We spread ourselves in sun cream and we put clothes on and hats on. So for the Inca people, every morning when they get up, they look to the sun. It's, and the ancient peoples have always done this. It's not just the Inca, the Celts, the um, Aboriginals, the Native Americans have always looked to the sun as the great manifester of life on earth. So we in our Western tradition have have lost that. So there's another story as well about how the eagle and the hummingbird relate to each other, which I really like. And I often tell this story in um, in our class situation. All the animals were gathered in the jungle. And the eagle was kind of rather boastful saying, well, I'm the only one who can fly that high and get to the sun. And the hummingbird came along and said, well, actually, I can too. Now, the hummingbird in the Inca tradition, we talk about the hummingbird, quality of hummingbird is that they make the impossible possible. That's the, the possibility of something new um, can arise through the archetype of hummingbird. So hummingbird is saying, well, I can do that too. And eagle is like, of course you can't. You've got tiny wings. You need to feed every five minutes. Of course you can't fly to the sun. So they decided, all the animals decided that the next day they would meet once more in the jungle and they would all gather and watch the eagle and the hummingbird have this kind of competition to see who could reach the sun. Eagle, of course, knew that it was uh, it's it was his task. He, he knew he could do it. There was no question. So they're waiting and they're waiting and they're waiting and they're waiting and there's no sign of hummingbird. So and all the animals in the jungle are saying, okay, well, hummingbird's not here, but we want to see you fly to the sun. So eagle takes off his great wings flies higher and higher, catches a thermal, flies higher and higher, higher and higher, gets so close to the sun, and suddenly hummingbird jumps out from under his the eagle's feathers and reaches the sun. And it's like, ah, okay. So how does hummingbird fly to the sun? Hummingbird hitches a lift under the feathers of the eagle condor. And so making the impossible possible, new possibility of what might be. And there are lots of stories about how hummingbird uh, reaches source, how hummingbird can reach that source, and, <clears throat> and how we as humans have that possibility, but we have to use that hummingbird quality, hit to lift on the back of an eagle. There's another story as well of uh, eagle and hummingbird where there was a time when eagle was the only emissary between the king, Pachacuti, and Wiracocha, the source. So 
what would happen is the king would want to have a question answered. It's like, how can I best serve my people? So he would go to sleep with that thought, and Eagle would take that thought and fly up to Wirakota. And Wirakota would be the source. But Eagle couldn't look Wirakota in the eye because he was the god, the source. So he would literally turn his back and and tell Wirakocha the question that the king wanted an answer to. And then Wirakocha would give Eagle the answer. Eagle would fly all the way back down. And in those early hours, just before dawn, would whisper the answer to the king into his ear, and the king would know. So this is how it was for a long time. And one day, Hummingbird, who had spent all his time in the king's court, drinking from the beautiful flowers in the in the courtyard. Some of the flowers were real and some of them were beautiful crystalline flowers, but often wondered what it would be like. I wonder what it would be like to go and visit with Wirakocha like Eagle does. But he never really had an opportunity until this one day when he'd been drinking from the nectar of all these flowers and fell asleep. And fell asleep in the feathers of the eagle condor. So next morning when eagle condor was flying off to see Wirakocha to, to get an answer from Wirakocha for the king, he arrived in the court in front of Wirakocha and suddenly, Hummingbird woke up from the feathers of Eagle Condor and looked directly into the eye of Wirakocha. From that moment, man had then the opportunity to go directly to source without going through Eagle Condor. So man could then reach source without an emissary. And that, that happened for a very long time until the coming of the people who were not heart-centered, but mind-centered. And from that moment, ego became the emissary once more because Hummingbird could no longer look directly into Wirakocha's eyes because the heart-centered people were becoming infiltrated by mind-centered people. And I like that story. I think it's very interesting. It's a legend. It's a, it's a myth. Is it true? We don't know. But what's for certain is that hummingbird and eagle are the two qualities, the two archetypical energies that can take us out of our everyday mind and go to the heart. And heart-centered people live there in those two places, whereas mind-centered people live in the place of serpent and jaguar. So next time, we will talk about the archetypes and what they mean for us and how we can work with them. Thank you so much for listening and connecting with me. Please do join us again next time. Join us on anything that we're doing. You will find it at the bottom of this podcast, www.spiritofinca.com or linktree forward slash spirit of the Inca. I look forward to talking to you again very soon. Bye for now.
ベーションタッチョーラ行くわ行くベンデーションタッサミンチャ行くわ行く小屋行く小屋行くポリスカ行くもんた小屋行く小屋行くポリスカ行くもんたあいやぽうさんがてあいこいでおりてにゃちょにゃちょたいたサミンチャ行くわんけんにゃにゃちょたいたベンデーション行くわんけんにゃ石川へ来いよ、にゃうえいけいわん。ピスカロサス、まけいけいわん。あいパピと、あいパチャママ。ガラシャス、オルペレーションごい。